Ghost Adventures is the sole property of the Ghost Adventures crew and Scripps LLC. We're not in any way affiliated with any of them, we just like watching them do their thing. So if you like Ghost Adventures too, support the crew in the Travel Channel. Also, this podcast has profanity in it, so take whatever precautions you feel are necessary. Welcome to another episode of Insanely Haunted, the show where we watch and review every episode of Ghost Adventures. My name is Max. I'm Cassie. My name is Afshin. I'm Justin. Hello. Welcome, guys. It's great to have you. Thank you for having us. <laughs> this is a this is a momentous occasion because it's an all home game episode of Ghost Adv- of Insanely Haunted today. Yes, our friends are with us in the same room as us. I'm Hello. really excited. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I have never done anything like this. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> You're doing everything right so far. Okay. Um, so something we've been doing is just asking our guests uh, how if they have any history or background experience watching Ghost Adventures. Afshin, what do, do you have? You you've, you've watched Ghost Adventures a with few, us before. a few episodes with y'all when we played Bingo, yes. Ghost Adventures Bingo. Yes, 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 and that's my only experience. Okay. And this. Yeah. And this. And today's. And how about you, Justin? I think I've seen one episode. And it, it was also one? with you guys. Okay. okay. Oh, right. Besides this one. Okay. And what, what was, what were you, like, if you could say in one sentence, each of you, what would be your experience watching this episode? It was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was satire. <laughs> It often feels that way, yeah. Yes. Uh, So our friends picked the Wyoming Frontier Prison for this episode, uh, which Zach calls one of our, quote, one of our darkest haunts to date, also refers to it as a virtual death house, even though people did actually, in reality, die there. So not so much a virtual death house as an actual real death house. This place is located in Rollins, Wyoming. Right off the bat, Zach is super into this episode. He's just really feeling mm. the badass vibes. They're he always feels the badass vibes. <laughs> like, yes, he when does. When has he not felt the badass vibes? <laughs> right? Yeah. And it was a little strange, the kind of prison this was. It's almost like we had some Nazis in Wyoming back in 1945. Oh, yeah. yeah. You pointed this out. I wouldn't have even thought about yes, this. Yes, gassing prisoners to death. That's kind of dark. Yeah. yeah. And unfortunately, a lot of America did that. Uh, before I don't know if it was before or after electric chair or or with it. There's a whole podcast in here about the history of, of <laughs> death row in America, surely. Uh, sure. Because here at this place, they used only, their only two methods are documented. They actually hanged people for a really long time, and then they switched over to the gas chamber for like a few years before mm-hmm. the whole program was just. Completely stopped right. and they don't do and anything. It's, it's always disturbing for me whenever I come across places that gas people to death because of that whole association with Holocaust. It takes me back to what what happened during the Second World War. And whenever I come across similar things that happen in other parts of the world, it's just disturbing yeah. to, to think of that. And it kind of immediately makes you associate a place like that to the Holocaust, uh, even though it was not the same. It uh, kind of makes you wonder, like, what's yes. the thought process here? Like, and why did you adopt this? Yeah, and, and it's more intriguing that 
that ghost adventures, even though with all their weirdness, why would they choose dark places like these and romanticize it with all the ghost and supernatural activity that they go on exploring? But yeah, whatever. Gee, it's almost like Zach Bayans gets off on this dark shit. He loves yeah. he yes. loves exploiting uh, former human rights violations yes. for TV material. So much so that he wanted to actually sit in the gas chamber. Right. Yeah. Classy. Why would so embarrassing. Why would anyone want to do that? Like, I, I know people well, go to see gas chambers in Europe, in Auschwitz. Like, those are museums now. Mm-hmm. But to want to actually go and sit in one, I, I don't know if I've ever come across anyone who wants to do that. So. He might have liked the window. He made it a point to mention there was a window that the prisoner could look out of as they die. <laughs> yeah. And, was, like, the other people could look in on you. Yeah. And he, like, this isn't just, he didn't just sort of wander in there, by the way. When, when the tour guide showed him the gas chamber, he was like, I'm first. Right. And he's like pushing his way to get in there and sit down. And of course, there's all the reenactments where they have actors come in and sit in there and like they do a fake tear going down their cheek. Yeah, it's it's like Zach Beggins thinks that this stuff is really metal or something. And it's like, no, you're just an asshole. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I don't know if, if this is a big thing that's... Uh, probably there in all their episodes or it was just special to this one where they probably had these stereotypes of women with Mm -hmm. the crazy look in their eyes like every single woman in this show had that weird look Mm -hmm. it was almost like one lady one old lady who was there filming with them I thought she was a ghost but she she wasn't she wasn't alive it was in the the, the, it was the it wasn't the infrared it was the dark dark night vision dark night vision yeah Yeah. Yeah. And, and then the other lady who was one of the caretakers of the, the prison. prison. Yeah, she had that crazy look in her eyes too. Yeah. So I, I don't know if he does that in every episode to just have that stereotype of women with crazy <laughs> eyes. <laughs> and then uh, men who are completely bewildered or whatever. I think I, the, the sample yeah, size may be skewed honestly towards people who are interested in ghost hunting right, things. Right. So that's probably playing a part there. They So we meet a, a few people in this episode but it's like a very ghost adventures crew heavy like we we get some people sort of giving us interviews and tour guides mostly former tour guides um we talked to ted who saw a guy saw like a shadow figure here um and And he worked there for six years and caitlin who also worked there but not at the same not at the same time saw a shadow figure in the same place so very compelling evidence for zach Mm -hmm. he loves that stuff um, I mean, given like looking at, at it as evidence, that is better than some of the other evidence mm. that we've gotten in the past. Right. That two completely separate people saw <laughs> the same thing. I, I got to say, there's a really funny moment where as Ted is telling the story, Zach turns to the camera, like disengages from Ted completely, turns to the camera and says, this is the kind of story you just got to listen to. Right. <laughs> You're not listening to it. Right. And it's interesting how they began this investigation. <laughs> yeah. They just spoke to two of the caretakers of the prison, Ted and Caitlin. Mm-hmm. And both of them had the same story that they had seen a shadow in the hallway, which could easily just be a shadow. Mm-hmm. Sometimes light plays tricks on complicated hallways that has a bunch of structures mm-hmm. in them. And you see something that looks like a human shadow. Yeah. It may not even be a human shadow or a ghost shadow or whatever. And they just said, okay, we saw a figure. And when we went yeah. and looked deeper, there was no one there. So they they investigate based on something as general or, I don't know, as random as that. That was kind of... It's funny that, like, when you get the 
like two repeated pieces of evidence like that. And and on the one hand, I can see you can make that a compelling case for there's a ghost there. Right. But on the other hand, you, you can make an equally compelling case that there is some feature of the lighting in this spot that makes it more likely that you'll get tricked. Or you know? that there's there are people walking around. Yeah, there's just other human beings. Like, these are tour guides. Yeah. And they literally talked about how people would leave the tour or come into the tour, and that's what they thought it was. And, right. I mean, maybe it yeah. was, and you just didn't see him when you got there. Right. Did you, any of you notice how when Zach was interviewing... Sorry. Ted, it was more like... Zach was interviewing himself. Yeah, he would just he would just say shit. Yeah. This is where we got the development of the idea that when you die, if your destination is hell, the building that your ghost ends up in is like your purgatory. And if you leave that building, then you go to hell. Like in Beetlejuice. How, how does he even know that? It's not like he died <laughs> well, and he, came back yeah, and he, he knows was, where you go after you die. So, yeah. Yeah, he was, he was asking the ghosts and we can assume that they had yeah. a conversation and it got cleared up. Yes. The ghosts, almost, yeah. almost all of their investigations, no matter what episode, cameramen always feel the chills and yeah. Zach Bagans and his crew they always feel the chills that may be because they are filming at night also they probably need to get their thyroid levels tested because <laughs> if you have a thyroid disorder you feel chills almost every day and sometimes even in warm weather so I don't know maybe that's a suggestion they should consider there's a pretty strong undercurrent, undercurrent in this show of we think it's ghost evidence but it's actually health problems Maybe, yeah. <laughs> like, there have been heart attack symptoms before right. that have been blamed on ghosts and demons. And, yeah, the chills is, it's, it's, a, it's becoming a little repetitive, guys. <laughs> he, he mentioned something called radioactive shockwave. Yes. By the way, there is no such thing that a human can feel that's a radioactive shockwave. People have worked in conditions where they they were exposed to radioactivity, but it's not like it's something you feel that's passing through your body. Yeah. We know this. Like, we are in Washington State. We know the history of Hanford, where yeah. uh, you had people working in the 1940s exposed to heavy levels of radioactivity, but they didn't even know they were being exposed to that. And then several years later, they ended up with cancer and all kinds of diseases. Mm. So I, I would like to ask Zach Bagans, what is a radioactive shockwave and how do you feel it? For those of you who don't know, Afshin has a PhD. <laughs> um, yeah, well, that's... You don't really need a PhD to know this. Like, in science. Yes, yeah, it's like ra there's no such thing as a radioactive shockwave. It doesn't shock you anymore. I would love to hear this conversation where you're asking Zach this question because yes. I'd love to hear his response. I uh, Yes, I, I would love to ask that question. Also about his uh, thyroid problems, <laughs> yes. Also, I get. have you guys ever gotten chills when you're listening to music or when you hear something really cool? Is that ASMR? Yeah. Okay. That's it. I'm just curious. Okay. Yeah. So, like, you can get chills for so many reasons. Um, I was also creeped out by the story of the doctor from the early 20th mm. century mm -hmm. who used to collect body parts of her patients. Yes. yes. And That's this, out. notably, this is not related to the prison Yes, at all. this like, is not they, even related. And I, I don't know, did they discover ghosts or any activity in that house not really well there was a yeah. a, a black shadow cat right. <laughs> yes there, there was, was the ghost cat yeah yes. which so the definitely doctor, a ghost yes <laughs> the doctor was collecting cats their, we'll, yes. we'll get to that but yes. so this yeah. this house that they hear from jeff do you remember jeff, jeff? do you remember jeff 
Yes, I do I remember Jeff. Jeff. Who knows where he is? Who knows where Jeff is? Like, is Jeff on retainer? Do they pay Jeff, or does Jeff is Jeff just like a fan who? Calls Maybe he's in? an unpaid intern. Um, he is their quote researcher, <laughs> historic researcher, and he tells them that there's this house or this garage. I just get this lovely mental image of Jeff like on Yahoo, like searching for haunted houses, <laughs> and then he's got like a he's got a cigar in one hand and he's got his cell phone in the other. Like, hey Zach, check this place out. <laughs> I just found it on Yahoo Answers. <laughs> I found this shack. So, like, he he tells them about this this house or garage that's like it's, a... Yeah, it used to be attached to a hospital. And there was a doctor. And as Afshin said, that, like, this doctor would supposedly collect pieces of the people they worked on. And that's, that's fucked so up. so messed up. Well, okay. yeah. so, Including a skull mm. of yes. probably a real human being. That apparently yeah. they used yeah. as an ashtray. Yes. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> um, so one of the items that... So that they, they end up... Um, they end up stalking this person who, who lives, lives here now? There, literally parked outside of the home waiting for her... Zach's talking about how everyone's farting a lot, and then yeah. they like run after her when she comes they home. Sprint. After oh, and, that. and they make little judgments and predictions of how crazy this person is going to be based on her dogs. And he's like fantasizing about being on a police stakeout the whole time as they're watching this lady's yeah. house. Yeah. We're like we're like the Ghost Adventures cops here today. <laughs> Except you're not, <laughs> and you're being very creepy. Um, so they end up chasing after this woman, um, who is one of the people who looks kind of scary in the eyes. Um. And her she, name is D. Her name's D. Um, she's very kind, and she uh, tells she, the, Zach gets what he did not originally bargain for, which is somebody who's way into ghosts. Yes, yeah, yes. She says that her house is definitely haunted, and that he can come inside. Um, and she shows him some some of the items that have been left over from when it was a hospital. Um, now, one of the items that she did share with them that does initially seem really creepy is a box of hair of somebody who died. But <sighs> but here's the thing. That actually was a really common thing to keep someone's hair after they died. In fact, so common to even cr make it into jewelry to wear. If you like Dude, pulled out a little box. in the early 20th century was super creepy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like killing others in gas chambers, preserving patients, body parts and whatnot, what other shit that Death did. photography. Yes. Well, yes. if you think about it, like there weren't in, there weren't computers or TV and there wasn't even radio at one point. There was so, not the, the internet did not exist for people to dump all their weirdness right. into. And also photography was kind of expensive. So really the only thing that you could keep of people was their hair. Right. So two important lessons I learned from this episode. People in the early 20th century were weird and creepy and Zach Bagans asks stupid questions. Yes. <laughs> That's something you learn from every Ghost Adventures episode. So while they are in this so this is their second site and they decide they're going to make it a two-part lockdown because D allows them to. Um the, they, it t the journey that took them there is so wild because they start looking around in the library for this place that Jeff told them about. And then they contact a real estate company that supposedly rents out the house next door. And they tell them that, no, we don't own the garage. You got to go do all this other stuff. They are on the search for this thing that is supposedly referred to as the garage witch. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. And so Zach is very excited. Double lockdown. Oh, he um, read, like, from a book about a ghost story at this place. Yeah. About, basically, Slender Man. Tentacles. Like, tentacles, tentacles grabbing people. Was this person laying down or standing up? I don't fucking know. I don't know. What it sounded like sleep paralysis to me. 
Right. So basically, Rawlings, Wyoming is a place you do not want to go. Yeah. <laughs> From this episode, yes. this is, yes. the, the, the tourism yeah. board did not approve of this episode of Gust Adventures. <laughs> yes. Maybe they did because nobody lives there. Uh, there's a point where they bring in three employees of the prison to listen to some recordings that they did. And this is where we meet the lady who has the very wild eyes that Afshin mentioned earlier. So what they did was they left a... EVP recorder just like chilling uh, in in the prison and they get like a lot of unexplained noises that the people who work there are generally kind of not surprised about because uh-huh. they sound like these things that they hear all the time. So like I feel like that's not I don't know like the interview just seemed very very not it didn't add anything. It was unimpressive. Really. Yes. They weren't they couldn't say what those noises were but they didn't seem surprised. No. Um, they were just like oh yeah that's a noise. So and meanwhile, Zach is like, you know, at the edge of his seat and just like, oh, listen to this. <laughs> yeah, the the lights, those light orbs and the weird sounds that they record. I, I don't really have a real explanation to think about what's going on. It could be anything. It's a large prison that they're recording in. For sure. or it's, a, it's somebody's lockdown garage. There's all kinds of sounds <laughs> at, at night. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure if you leave your phone recorder on in your bedroom and sleep, you yeah. you'll probably catch uh, a lot of weird noises that there's no explanation for. And then you wake up and think this, your room is haunted when it might not be. So uh, I don't really know how to explain it. But the questions that they keep asking from the supposed spirits that they are communicating, <laughs> with, it's so insane. If you're here, throw something at me, levitate stuff. What What is that? What makes you think the ghosts can do that on command? Maybe they don't even know. Yeah, maybe they don't care. And maybe they're just <laughs> amused. But what, what if I was a ghost and Zach Bagans was making all those demands i would just be flipping him off i don't know it's like he he won't notice that why should i do this for you yeah there's, exactly. there's no incentive no <laughs> there's yeah. no incentive. so we're in d's house to yeah begin so with. The, the lockdown is split um jay and billy are monitoring the cameras and the microphones at the prison while zach nick and aaron are at d's place and d is like d, she didn't agree to be in the lockdown but she does just kind of like Hang appear out. every once in a while to say hello yeah which is interesting Cause she stayed there because it's her home <laughs> Um, uh, they send Zach to gather EVP of the garage, which uh, which is totally inconclusive. No EVP is there. The melmeter goes off, which freaks Dee out. And it apparently freaks her cats out, too. Because she comes in talking about how her cats are freaking out. And, they're, and how she got a kitten tick. Yes. Which we found out is that adorable yeah. thing that cats do when they're scared and they like hunch their back and walk in their tippy toes and poof their tail. I, I've seen that before. I never knew there was... A word. a word for that. Yeah. 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 Well, they're cats. I think the cat was just being a cat. Well, yeah. what she talk? Yeah. I think she was talking about herself, though, right? How she had a kitten tick. Well, I think she was saying that I got one, as in this one. I saw this one over here. That's what oh. the message I received okay. from what she was saying. All I right. Okay. I don't know though. So it maybe was an actual right. cat. Like it was one of her cats. She did say or, one of my cats. So yeah. maybe it was about her cat. I don't know. It yeah. was confusing. <laughs> but she does definitely have at least one cat, potentially two. Potentially. Because we see a shadow cat. A shadow cat in a video. Well, isn't that from the dead doctor who collected stuff of dead people? Like that, they, that's what they're. Yeah, they're trying to say stuff. that yeah. this cat is from the doctor, like yeah. it's the doctor's cat. Yeah. When in reality, like you see, so you see the little mass move, and it's it's so it's obviously a cat. a cat. Like it's definitely a, a black cat. cat. And then another cat comes into the frame, and Zach's is like, uh uh uh, but this is what a cat looks like in the night vision. <laughs> right, right. And it's like the cat that's definitely 
cat in the night vision looks white, which in reality is black, correct? Yes. And like so, it's facing the camera so you can see the reflections in the eyeballs, but right. the other cat wasn't. Like it the was other just cat was walking, walking away. through. You definitely so, saw the ears and the tail, right? Yes. Or maybe the tail. You def- it definitely had a cat yeah. uh, shape to it. At but, one point, the guys say that the, the shadow cat takes on the form of an amorphous blob. It does not. No, it's just a cat. <laughs> It's just what cats are like. Yes. Anyone who's had a cat can confirm that. Yeah. Yes. A fat cat, which this kind of was, does look a hell of a a lot like an amorphous blob. Big chubby. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Chonko. Uh, So something actually... So, like, while we're we're doing all of this nothing at Dee's place, Billy and Jay are getting some weird experiences. Mm -hmm. Um, They're hearing a bunch of knocks and bangs and stuff like that. And so Billy goes solo to look around. Which is all, which got me and Cassie I was really so psyched. excited. We were let down. No Billy scream in this episode. Sorry. Um, By the way, when Billy does scream, which does not happen often, when it he really sounds, loses it, boy. it sounds like a Wilhelm scream, like <laughs> like that. Yeah, Didn't they was... record something similar in the prison? You know, sounds like that sounded like Billy probably scream. yes. yes. They got a weird mumble in one place that I thought sounded like a frog. Y'all, it goes like a... So Billy is, like, poking around in the prison. He thinks he sees someone with a flashlight. So he goes and he walks over. And while he is, like, like looking around to see if he can see the person he saw or he thought he saw, one of the, like, the static night vision cameras turns and then falls over. Which is from Jay's perspective. Yes. And Jay's back at the headquarters. So you don't see it. You see from that camera's POV as it turns and then falls over. Which is creepy. It's super creepy, I thought. Yeah. Because yeah. at first I thought Jay must have come out, like Jay must have come out and started moving the camera because it looked like a, a person had grabbed it. But uh-huh. no, it just fell over by itself, supposedly. Now, did we see any of the footage that... Billy apparently saw of somebody walking by with a light? No. No? Okay. That so. was never confirmed. They okay. mentioned it and yeah. Okay. They do that thing in this in this episode a lot where they talk about how somebody saw something but there was a reason it wasn't caught on camera like Nick saw something in the uh, infrared camera but yeah. there was glare on the mirror so we couldn't recapture it. How do we believe these things? Like you know that one time when one of them got hit in the head? Yeah. Yeah. And, okay. Um, and how, how do we confirm these yeah, things, that, that, that these things are happening to them? Yeah, that's you that said that you got hit in the head, so... Yeah, yeah. so yes. <laughs> you're asking me to take it on faith right. at right. this point. Yeah, what happens is Nick is walking... Uh, past a few cells and yelling things in there at the ghosts. And, and then he, like, freaks out and runs away, and he says that... It, well, at first I thought he said it felt like somebody, like, just rubbed all over his head, and then he changed it to something hitting his head. And when he went over to Zach, I believe, he was like, get it off, get it off. So I they, think it might have been a cobweb. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> it happened when he went through the threshold. And that's, the like, the, the move that I make if I walk through a cobweb. <laughs> Is the like Whoa. get it off, get it off. <laughs> so th- they sort of explain all of this to 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 Zach and Nick uh, when they get back, or Zach, Nick, and Aaron. So Zach, Nick, and Aaron. Now everybody's all together at the prison. They've left Dee's house behind entirely. Aaron gets left in the place where the camera fell over by himself to do EVP. The shower room. The right? shower room, uh, which is where supposedly some folks died. There was death and murder there. Zach and Nick are in death row, which is where Nick feels the cobweb on his head and freaks out. Zach asks pointedly a question that I do not understand. He says, are there any black creatures here? 
Any black demons. Any black demons. Any black creatures. Why black? What are you talking about? I guess he was just trying to say anything that has dark energy because he, he uses the word black and dark quite interchangeably. Yeah. Uh, and that's probably what he meant. But even if somebody is there, why would they confirm it? Like, seriously, if I was a ghost, I would be so bored by his question. <laughs> why, why does he ask those questions? There's no incentive yeah. for me to there's, participate yeah, in this. Yeah, there's no incentive. Throwing spitballs. Exactly. <laughs> um, they say that they hear talking. Uh, yeah, I, I remember hearing about I this. I think, if anything, the talking is probably going to be the least well-supported piece of evidence because they're in a huge prison where there's going to be echoing. And so a lot of times, if you're in a place where there's echo, it will sound like... Like there's another person. Like there's another person. And it comes later because sound is a slow wave. It Like when you hear a lightning yeah, crash, like if it's far away, it'll take a while for you to actually hear it. Yeah, it reverberates. Right. Uh, Billy, there's a lot of orbs in this episode. Yes. This is kind of an orb-heavy episode. Billy self-deploys to the cafeteria because he sees some lights. And they never go back to talk about it again. Like, he just he says, I'm going to go check it out. And that's it for that thread entirely. Um, and then apparently after Aaron or after Nick gets swooshed on the head, he gets hit by like two orbs that come around the corner. And, you know, it took and Zach explains how it takes like a hard right turn on the camera. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's really weird. And one goes into his head. Whoa. Now, but nothing happened. I felt <laughs> like those orbs, from my perspective, didn't look too much like bugs. Or dust. Okay. But they could have been. I'm not saying. I agree. The one that curved to the right that was, was, weird. was really weird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah certainly. Uh, some of those light effects and sound <clears throat> that they record, uh, I cannot really explain it. Mm -hmm. But it could be anything. Doesn't necessarily have to be ghost. Or... And to his credit, Zach actually says a couple of times in this episode that we don't have enough evidence to say that this is paranormal, just that we don't know what it is. Yeah. yeah. Which is yeah. the most like credible thing I think I've ever heard Zach say in my life. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. For sure. For sure. Uh, so Aaron is in the shower room, <laughs> With right? The spirit box. With out. the spirit box, and it's kind of funny. He says he's he's talking to the spirit, and he says, "Should I be nervous?" And then like two seconds later, you hear. Yep. And he's like, he said, yep. Yeah. <laughs> that was a ghost playing a joke on him, probably. Yeah. <laughs> he sees a light also, and he starts to really flip out. Yeah. Um, he's like moving from cover to cover, which is right. I thought was really funny to watch. Uh, it's always really funny. to. I feel like night vision is just funny to look at because when you're in night vision, like any, if you're standing in the dark, you kind of lose a sense of what your body is doing. So it's kind of funny to see uh -huh. someone in night vision. Right. Um, and it's after Aaron kind of freaks out and... Uh, Zach and Nick do a bunch of taunting that they all just sort of get back together in the nerve center to look at the footage of the camera falling over. And Zach does this really long, by the way, I, I just breezed right over this, but Zach does this really long taunting sequence where he's just got the camera on the photograph of the person who used to live in that cell, like really close pushed in, like, and do you, th are you here? Because if you leave, then you know you're going to go to hell. You're going to go to hell right out there as soon as you leave this building. It's almost as if he was expecting the photograph to say yes, <laughs> yes. exchange and show some proof to the audience that, okay, yeah, he's talking to the spirit of that man. Uh, uh, yeah, that was a scary picture. So zooming in uh, was not helpful at all. But yeah, nothing happened. It was just for special effects, which is what they do for the sake of the TV show and the drama. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it was. It's it's just like any other episode. They are not really proving anything. 
No, they're just showing... Yeah, they're just doing a bunch of childish things and just making up whatever they want to believe in. And it's full of crazy questions and crazy, insane things. Zach loves to ask these big questions. And then, like, he believes, I guess, that just the presence of these big questions is enough to fuel the drama for the whole show. Not, like, do any work investigating whether or not these questions are answerable, even, because it's always stuff like this. Like, do you think it's possible that if... That if they leave this building, then they're going to immediately go to hell. And then he so quickly goes from, do you think it's possible to, that's, that's definitely what's, what's going happening. on. That's what goes, that's what happens when they leave. That's just given. Yeah. And we know it and they know it. So, so why aren't they coming clean and talking to now. us? Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty much it. It just ends, boom, like that. That one cuts off so abruptly. Yes. That's why he says it's the kind of stories you really have to listen to. And he, he yeah. warns you early on. Yeah. You gotta listen to it because it's ephemeral and it's only around for a little while. It's fleeting. Yeah. Yeah, we learned important lessons like don't go to Rawlings, Wyoming. Yeah. People Generally. in the early 20th mm. century were creepy. And Zach Bagans asks stupid questions yep. <laughs> every single episode. Those are your yeah. three takeaways from Ghost yes. Adventures. I just uh, had a like a, a revelation. I feel like if Zach Bagans had never gotten famous on this show, he'd probably be one of these ghost tour guides. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In one of these facilities. This is what he was made for. Yeah. He is a ghost tour guide. He just has a national I platform. Mean, he pretty much took over the, the ghost tour guide interviews in this episode. Yeah. Just went off with them. And then the other, the people who he was supposed to be interviewing were like, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. I love when he asked that one guy, he asked Ted about whether they, whether he thinks that this purgatory theory is real. And Ted's yeah. like, uh, th- I, that sure does sound interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say if that's true or not. I don't know. Could be. <laughs> so, what was your favorite part of this episode? Oh, uh, the black shadow cat, hands down. Yeah, you, you drew shadow a nice, cat. nice yeah. picture of it. We'll we'll have to post that on our. Oh, absolutely. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, see, yeah, I, I drew. It, it has a shadow, but it it is the shadow. I didn't know if it should have a shadow. I like it. It does face now a lot. Yeah, I put effort into the face. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Ashin? Uh, I guess when uh, Zach Bagans was being very dramatic and showed the effects of how one would feel the radioactive shock waves. The yes. shock waves. Yes, because I would like to see that in real life. Like <laughs> what a somebody, radioactive shock? Well, I don't yeah, know. It might kill you. It might turn you into a ghost. Uh, yeah, yeah. I would like to experience that because <laughs> uh, I guess a level three lab. That's when people use radioactive materials. Uh, Yeah, you have to suit up and wear all kinds of protection. But say if you were not wearing that, will you be, will you get that electric jolt? Like, you know, if you were to stick your fingers. So possible. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel that? That was, that was kind of dramatic. And yeah, the cat, the shadow cat, it was funny. It almost sounds like he's talking about a shock wave. Right. But mixing it with radioactive terminology yes yes maybe yeah i i have no idea i would love to ask him there's a lot of sciencey things that he he totally messes zach bagans believes that water is like a ghost amplifier because it is part of the geomagnetic field yeah what (laughs) because water has a geomagnetic energy in it yeah okay that's what he believes and that this geomagnetic energy is like ghost magnets okay i have yeah that's mixing up too many (laughs) i i I don't even want to go there (laughs) what was your favorite part cassie um i really enjoyed how he just loved hearing himself when he was supposed to be interviewing other people Mm -hmm. it's like he was performing for me it was the moment when he said this is the kind of story you really got to listen to while not listening because that is like (laughs) 
so emblematic of what Ghost Adventures is like, which yeah. is Zach trying desperately to seem like um, really poignant and poetic, but also but looking like an idiot, like right. revealing yeah. what a dumbass he is while he's trying to sound extremely cool. Yeah, right. He's a performer for sure. Yeah. I don't think he's an investigator. No, he, he does no. it for the sake of the show to perform. And like you guys said earlier, that if he was not doing this TV show, he would probably be a tour guide at one of these spots. Uh, just romanticizing and um, kind of wooing the ladies. Yes, yes, yeah. Afshin, are you familiar with his current business venture? No, I'm not. What he, is it? He is the owner and operator of a museum of haunted objects. Well, why am I not surprised? In Las Vegas. <laughs> yes, that, okay, Las Vegas. Yes, I'm not surprised. No. Oh, yeah. Our friend Jenny has been there. Um, okay. Is supposedly creepy. Um, she was not there while he was there, unfortunately. But sometimes he is there. Uh, and he likes to collect really weird things. Do you guys know of any specifics? He yes. has Charles Manson's teeth. Okay, sold. <laughs> he's got some bricks from the. He's got some bricks from the Saint Valentine's Day massacre. Um, he has um, Robert the doll. Robert. I don't know about that one. Okay, he has the Dybbuk box. Yes. Just supposedly a box haunted with a um, very um, bad spirit, a, a revenge spirit of some kind. Hmm. Uh, he did purchase that big Trump baby sculpture at one point. The I big naked Trump. Don't sculpture. know if it's in his museum. He might have just purchased it for personal right. reasons. So I would I would believe in their show more if they got a science skeptic with them. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, that would be right. Question the things that they talk about. Yeah. It kind of. So I'm I'm gonna I I, I wanna go slightly off topic and tell you about another example. Hell yeah. yeah, sure. So I was exploring the, uh, I went went on uh, a tour to the Lewis and Clark Cavern State Park in Montana uh-huh. that has formed from groundwater activity uh, because of the limestone cave, so groundwater erosion forming the stalactites and stalagmites. The tour guide there, he was, he was kind of like Zach Bagans, and he was uh, taking the the troop he had, the group of people he had, uh, telling them all these amazing stories about Lewis and Clark, how they explored America and why you have state parks everywhere. And then he enters the cave and starts romanticizing things about the cave. And he didn't realize that in the group I was there and I had I have actual knowledge in geology. So oh, I just no. asked him a simple question. How old do you think these caves are? And uh, he obviously did not know the exact answer. He was like, oh, maybe a couple of million or a few hundred thousand, where in actuality, these caves are almost uh, 325 million years oh my god old. Wow. <laughs> and uh, so yeah it's it's kind of like this that he he was a performer so yeah. I, I don't blame him that tour guy he may not have ever taken a geology class ever in his life surely and he not was, everybody asks he was that. yeah he was mostly talking about the artistic things about the cave uh-huh. whereas completely uh, I feel it's important to tell people how these caves form because you know that's kind of like okay it's not a science class it's a cave sure you want to talk about the beauty of it but, but there's a reason why it's there yeah there's a reason why it's there and I feel like some basic science explanation yeah, helps I yeah. mean you don't have to make it too technical but you can tell people you don't people even have to take a geology it, class yeah to, these form yeah. uh, over slow groundwater erosion and that's how limestone caves form and that's why you have these stalactites forming, yeah. hanging down from the ceiling, and stalagmites growing up from the ground. I mean, I yeah. worked in a, I worked in restaurants for a year, and I had to memorize like what was on the menu 
Right. Or what Even goes into I didn't the food. Care. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, you explain to your customers when you're taking their order, okay, this yeah. is what goes into your food. Yeah. And just the customer would like to hear about it. Like, okay, this is my vegan choice or mm-hmm. this is my non-vegetarian choice or whatnot. This is my 350 so, million yeah. year old cave So, system. but this, this cave tour guide was just uh, talking about made up stories. Like some oh. of the stories were completely made up. Like, like you could tell. Legends. Yeah. 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 So, but it's, it's kind of like Zach Bagans, you yeah. know, he romanticizes the whole uh, supernatural activity, but he's not asking critical questions. And that's what makes Ghost Adventures a complete BS show. <laughs> because if you really want to make an investigative show, then have someone who thinks critically, asks good critical questions. Because the important thing is to ask good questions. You know, yeah. you may not find the answers. That's okay. At mm-hmm. least ask good questions. That's what the most important thing is. Yeah. And they are obviously not doing that in the show. So, yeah, that's what discredits it completely. I mean, you can believe in something all you want, like Santa Claus. Yeah, but at least ask critical questions. Can the sleigh really fly? How does the man? How does the man go down the chimney? Right. How how does a man of that size go down the chimney? How does he cover the entire world? Or are we Here, just focusing on certain countries that Santa Claus goes to and not the other countries? Like, here's my adjusted yeah. Santa Santa Claus. Um, well, then how do the presents get there? Adjusted Santa Claus theory: millions and millions and millions of tiny Santas. <laughs> Right. <laughs> it's it's all about critical like questioning. Ant-Man. That's yeah, that's yeah, what it's like that's Ant-Man. I think that's the problem with today's society, right? If you look at the current condition, people are not asking the right questions. They are not thinking critically. And TV shows like this don't help either because that's what the that's what most of the population does if they watch yeah. TV and they watch shows like this. They are not that's not a really good example of uh, what you see and how you believe in things because the potential of the human mind. Yeah, yeah, it's not really expanding yeah. your thinking <laughs> capabilities or abilities. So. Are you in this prison because if you leave, you know you'll go to hell? <laughs> That's a pretty critical question. But but you have a great point, which is that Zach Bagans is not a standard bearer for critical thinking or, like, investigative journalism of any real kind. Right, right. I wonder I if he ever thought about that. I wonder if he was ever like, I want to be a journalist and tell stories. I'm just thinking about back to Beetlejuice. You guys have seen Beetlejuice? Nope. No. Oh, I oh my God. Oh, my God. We got to watch a great, it. It's a great film. It's all time. Tomorrow. <laughs> Um, so there's a there's a this whole like side story in the movie where the ghosts can't leave the house because if they do they like they go to Saturn they go to Saturn with sandworms <laughs> that eat you and and that's I think where Zach Bagans got this idea where he had just seen Beetlejuice a couple of nights ago or he grew up I, I, okay as much as this is an insult <laughs> to Lydia Dietz from Beetlejuice I feel like. He really, like, wants to be her in a way, the way he acts. The way like, he wants to be Angel I, myself, Buffy. I mean, I love, I love Lydia Dietz. We, we named our cat after Lydia Dietz. And I love everything she has to say. But I totally can see how Zach Beggins internalized her way of thinking. Like, the um, incredible saying, I, myself, and am strange, strange and unusual, out of Zach Beggins' mouth sounds like total garbage. <laughs> Yes. But that's definitely something he would say. He would say that. He probably has that on like a like a bumper sticker or something. Yeah. No, he doesn't do bumper stickers because he's a uh, he's, he's very fancy car. He doesn't want to You can put it. stickers on it. Hey, we should see what's going on with Zach. Yeah, sure. Okay. We're going to look at his Twitter. Yeah, we do a, a new segment on the show. We do a segment on the show called Tweet Watch where we just pull up Zach Bagans' Twitter account and see what he's up to. 
Okay. Is the length okay? How yeah. long did yeah. we record? We could go for another 15 yeah. minutes, really. We usually record to 45 minutes to an hour. Cool. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we reached that mark. Oh, my mm. gosh. Look at that. We well, got Yeah. <laughs> well, there, was, there was five minutes of dillying around in the beginning, so we yeah. can we can even go a little longer. Uh, no, once. We don't have to. We don't have to. Uh, we don't ever push it. We're, okay. we're never like, yeah. this Remember, episode's too short. we got to make it yeah. longer. We with writing, with quality, no, <laughs> content... Not quantity. Yeah. Yes, 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 exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm good with it because I think we covered almost mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. My feet are so hot right now. Oh, got really you just. Hot feet. <laughs> Max <laughs> gets hot feet, knee pits, <laughs> my armpits, so and hands. My hands. You get need really chills. Hot. You need a good. I need a thyroid yeah. issue. <laughs> oh, you don't want it. I don't want issue. that. You don't want that. Trust me. Is you your have it right? It's yeah, it's just okay. turning on. Okay. There's Lydia. Speaking of Lydia. Oh. It's my hand. It's She's sleeping in it. Let me feel. Let me feel your hand. Seriously, though, I feel the warmth. I think there's a demon. Uh, demon. Sorry. Was, there's no way he thought that that wasn't a cat. I don't see how. How can? <laughs> I I think for our picture, I'm gonna screenshot that image and of then, the cat yes. and then put. <laughs> like yes. a side by side. Yeah. Uh, and, and just like maybe an extra arrow in the photo that says that's a fucking cat. Yeah. <laughs> like one of their little red arrows. Cat like vision. Style, like they used yeah. To point out the yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. What did you think, guys? Was it okay? Oh, Was we're not it? done. Oh, we're yet. not done. We're not yet. done. Yet. Oh, we're yeah. Not? Okay. Come on up. We got it. It's okay. We can edit this part out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sorry. <clears throat> so we don't follow him on Twitter because we don't want him to we don't want to inflate us <laughs> yes no we don't, we, and also we don't want him to have the ego boost from one more follower you know mm. <laughs> it's mostly so that he doesn't find us oh it's too inflated too <laughs> Zach Regans has almost 100,000 followers on Twitter I'm wow. really surprised by this okay it was um, odd for me alright so this is his Twitter notice that he has a little vampire face next to his name nice um, alright so let's see what he's been up to Oh my god, he bought a haunted doll from eBay. Oh my god. I bought Gretchen. Do you want to say it? Yeah. You're good at his voice. <laughs> I bought Gretchen off eBay because previous owners experienced her crying loudly, moving by herself, and causing pictures to fall off wall. She is made in 1920s England. She is life-size at 39 inches <gasps> tall and has been compared to Robert the Doll. Her new home is at Haunted Museum. So that is a... 40, 38, 39 inches. Ugh. Oh, that's terrifying. That's a, th- a three and a half foot tall doll. What is this creepy? It, it has a doll. It, the doll has it, an it even has creepier another, fucking doll. Smaller, creepier doll. <laughs> She's got such lifelike limbs. I hate that. And what's up with the hair? Yeah, Gretchen is extremely haunted for sure. Are, are you allowed to take pictures of her? Yeah, are we fucked? Zach, did you just kill us? <laughs> I think Zach Bagans needs to go to school. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> And learn the scientific method. Yes. How to ask questions. I want to tell y'all about this. I don't know if you've ever, man, I don't know if we've talked about it while you have been with us, but there is a great thing that happens on this show where they will get a piece of evidence. And listener, you've heard me talk about this a million times. Feel free to fast forward if you want. They'll get a piece of evidence and then they'll try to recreate getting that evidence, which is like first step. Great. Love that. You're recreating this, the, the conditions. Yeah. Now here's the thing. If they don't get the same piece of evidence in the recreation, that means that the first time it was extra special, like more verifiably ghosty evidence. Hmm. So if you recreate the conditions and do not get the same result, that means the first result 
is more potent in Zach's estimation. Hmm. Which is a really interesting way to interpret the scientific method and also a really incorrect way to inter- interpret the scientific method. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. So this is a, a, a bit of security footage from someplace. I don't know. Keep your eye on the little horn on top of that chest. <laughs> it just fell off. It just falls off. It's literally like a, it's like a, a bugle shape resting on a curved. Well, it's probably a phonograph chest. or something. It's probably like a like a like a a, a, a you know. <laughs> yeah. Not. Yeah. 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 It. It was hard to see. Hey, Slappy. We are filming the security camera screen with an iPhone. Why did he call him Slappy? Why did he call him Slappy? Oh, Zach is responding to the haters on Twitter who are talking about how fake his shit is. Oh, and that's what he was replying to. Some iPhone camera sloppy iPhone footage. Sloppy Slappy. It's it's bugle shaped and it's resting on the edge. Of course it's going to fall off. That's just gravity. That's gravity. (laughs) That's a very common thing. That probably happens to anyone who has that piece of equipment. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Why is that, you (laughs) know... Well, when you put it through grainy security camera footage, it looks a little bit creepy. So that's the lesson. Yeah, Zach, you'll have to try harder. Good luck, buddy. (laughs) It was nice analyzing your episode. (laughs) Okay, this is an extremely weird look. Zach Bagans retweeted somebody who tweeted, Hashtag International Women's Day, paying tribute to a wonderfully strong, inspirational woman. Hashtag Nikki Knapp, Zach Bagans' mom. Nancy Knapp. Nancy Knapp, Zach Bagans' mom. Thank you for raising this wonderfully gifted man. So on International Women's Day, you're thanking Zach Bagans' mom for raising Zach Bagans. Right. There are much... I'm just not going to comment on that. Mm-hmm. He loves himself for sure. Totally. Rest in peace, Luke Perry's. You do you, man. Okay, that's about it. <laughs> yeah, that's you about do it. you, man. <laughs> um, so that's about it for this episode of Insanely Haunted. Um, we have all of the usual things to wrap up with you at the end. You know, thanks to Leandra, our great friend, for the logo we use for our show. Thanks, thanks for, for the, the hand. hand. Uh, thank you to you out there for listening. Thank you to you for uh, re- reviewing and rating our show, especially if you were able to do a rating on Apple Podcasts or on Stitcher. Um, we thank you for following us on Facebook and for going to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Insanely Haunted. If you subscribe at any level, we'll give you a thank you on the air and then we have some other interesting fun prizes for you to win too. Like you can, uh, you can get access to the Insanely Haunted Discord for $3 a month where you can chat with some of our cool friends who are also with us. Uh, you can submit questions for a QA and a uh, episode that will, uh, bonus episode that we'll put out. And for $10 a month, if you feel like giving us that amount of money, which is frankly unbelievable to me, way more than I think we're worth, but if you think we're worth that, go for it. Um, you get a quarterly zine that we're stocking with cool stuff like our notes, illustrations, uh, and of course, maybe down the future, we'll even do more uh, raffle giveaways like we did with uh, Cassie's beautiful garbage art. Um, that and now ag- belongs to Susie. Th- I hope you love I it. I hope you're loving it, Susie. And again, that's it. Uh, Patreon.com slash Insanely Haunted. We also have a Twitter now, so. Uh, follow at Haunted Insanely on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, I just thought that was funny. Just please don't tell Zach Baggins we Don't exist. fucking tell him about us. <laughs> We're under the radar for now. I don't know how long that's going to last. Yeah. We're going to get called out one you of these days. You should be proud of yourself on <laughs> your you show. Well, yeah. here's my, my issue is that I, he seems litigious. He seems like the kind of guy who would sue somebody. So yeah, that's what I'm worried about. Yeah. Not necessarily being called out, but like getting a call from the fucking uh, Travel Channel legal team. He's propagating 
BS on TV, and Damn. I think the and we're citizens exposing have, him. We're yeah, fucking coming the citizens for him. have. We're I think U.S. citizens are doing a good job making people aware of the BS that goes on. We're it's, doing a yeah. a service. We're doing for the, the public country. service. This is a PSA. Yeah. Every episode is yes. a weekly PSA. It is definitely a public service. <laughs> so thank you for listening answer. to us, and thanks for inviting us. Oh to yeah, our show. hey, thanks guys. Yeah. We're so yeah. glad you came it. with us, uh, and we'd like to say one last thank you to the Scavengers Network, our new home on the internet. Thank y'all. Thank you. Go to scavengersnetwork.com. Listen to great shows like Journey Under 30. Morgan Needs a Podcast, which we just recorded an episode of. I don't know when it's going to go up, but Morgan Needs a Podcast is a really, really great show, and mm-hmm. I've really loved being on it. Um, Historical gosh, Hotties. Historical Hotties is amazing. We've been with them a couple of times. Uh, there's just so many really amazing shows, and they have a YouTube. Kids on Bikes. Kids on Bikes, Myth Takes. There's so many really good shows on Scavengers Network. Mm-hmm. Go listen to them, mm-hmm. and uh, come back to us next week, and we'll have more for you from the spooky side of the street. <laughs> Sorry. I just that I spun that one off the top of the head. We can cut it out if you want. No, it's fine. <laughs> um, and I think that's going to do it for us this evening, except there's one last thing we always say that you oh, should yes. do. Oh, uh, yes. Don't forget to support your state and national parks and your national historic sites. Um, woo. Woo. Don't ask your ranger about ghosts. Yeah, don't ask your ranger about ghosts. Congrats to Indiana for a new national park, Indiana Dunes. I've been there before. It's pretty nice. There's also, Indiana also has George Rogers Clark National Historic Park, as well as. Damn, and that one even fucking rhymes, which is. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and Lincoln Boyhood National Memorial. And uh, meanwhile, while you're on it, Indiana, we'll be over here. And just like always, I've been Max. I've been Cassie. I'm still of Sheen. I'm Justin. And you just heard... A, a Class, Class A EVP. Nice. Yeah. The bean. Oh. She's She's, she just heard us talk all together. Good job. And yeah. yeah Thanks, awesome. Max. Yeah, that was fun. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. Did you just hit me? No, no. Oh, oh she's smelling you. Oh, my gosh. She's smelling you. She's happy. So friend. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Hi, I'm Morgan Spatola, the host of Morgan Needs a Podcast, which is a podcast about cats. Uh, okay, Morgan, great delivery. Love the energy, but that's just, that's just not true. Can you take that line again, please? <clears throat> okay, um, I'm the host of Morgan Needs a Podcast, a podcast about the evolutionary advantages of gizzards. Morgan, what? Okay, okay, it's a podcast about, uh, bosons and other elementary particles? A podcast about strange colored milk? It's about doing crimes for people you like. Beer. It's about beer. Cactus safety. How to properly retrieve a dropped burrito from a sewer drain. It's about, uh... All right, Morgan, we're three hours into this ad recording, and I'm starting to think that you don't actually have a podcast. I don't. That's the whole point. I'm trying to find one, and I want people to join me every month so we can figure this whole thing out together. That's why it's called Morgan Needs a Podcast. Part of the Scavengers Network, and available wherever you get your podcasts. Now I can't.